Welcome to the Love Lab Podcast, a safe place to get real about sex. Whether you're a man, woman, single, or couple, this is the show for you. Because, well, sex matters. We are your hosts, Kevin Anthony and Celine Remy. All right, welcome back to the Love Lab Podcast. This is episode 73, and it's called Do Twin Flames Slash Soulmates Really Exist? You know, this is this is such an interesting topic because we have had this question come up so many times, and we have had so many f- friends, acquaintances, people we've met that claim to be one or the other, and our observation is not so much. <laughs> <laughs> so we're, we're going to go into what is the difference between the two, and what does it all mean, and does, do they exist, and all that kind of stuff. And this episode is for you, whether you are in a relationship and you're thinking, oh, darn, I, I missed it because I'm not with my soulmate, or whether you are looking and actively like making your meditations and vision boards to call in your tweet flame soulmate relationship, whatever that is. Um, there's going to be a little bit for everyone. Ultimately, what we really want to do is to remove the the myths and the wrong ideas around it because what we truly want is for people to find a love that is truly fulfilling independently of the label and this is really where we're heading but before we get started let's give a shout out to our sponsor if you want to join the secret club of men who are great in bed and trust me, you want. Then check out Power and Mastery at powerandmastery.com. This is the most complete sexual mastery training for men. Check it out, powerandmastery.com. All right. So, as I said when we first started, we've heard this so many times from people. Oh, we're twin flames, or oh, we're soulmates, or blah, blah. So, what exactly do those things mean? And what I hear is a lot of people use those terms interchangeably, mm-hmm. and they're actually not the same thing. So let's just start with what the difference between the two are. Okay. And full disclosure, we are not claiming to be experts in soulmates, twin flames relationship. Um, but, you know, as I was writing down definitions, I was like, well, our relationship could still fit in those. <laughs> 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 so, <laughs> well, and as we'll get to uh, later on in the episode, it doesn't really matter which one you fall into. There's some basic things that you should be doing in any relationship. <laughs> we'll get to that. So... What's a soulmate? So according to um, to some of the definitions that we found online, it's two separate individ- individual souls that are so similar that they feel like they are cut of the same cloth. The purpose of meeting your soulmate is to further your spiritual growth and to do your spiritual work. Okay. Okay. So, yes, that's a good definition. <laughs> and let's expand on that a little bit. So what are we really talking about when we're talking about soulmates here? So as you read in that definition, right, this is two separate people. Mm -hmm. They're individuals, they're individual souls, if you will, if you like that word, that are so similar that they just really work well together Mm -hmm. and that they choose to come together to help each other's own evolution. Mm-hmm. Now, there's another kind of relationship 
that helps your evolution also. Mm-hmm. But it's very different than a soulmate relationship. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so I want to make that distinction between the two because in a soulmate relationship, it's supposed to feel easy. Mm -hmm. It's supposed to feel like it just flows. These people bring more joy and love and happiness into your world. doesn't mean they're not going to challenge you. doesn't mean it's all going to be, you know, rainbows and unicorns and butterflies. But overall... You're going to feel like life is better. Life is easier. It just flows better when you're with this particular person. Mm-hmm. So do you want to talk about the other relationship uh, that you're talking about or you want to go into twin flames next? Let's go into twin flames next and then we'll get to the third one after Okay. That. <laughs> All right. So let's go to our twin flames. So twin flames is a concept that comes from ancient philosopher, mystics and sages that say that at the time your soul is created, it splits into two um, and then one half is the divine masculine and one half is the divine feminine. And it was interesting doing the research on that because... There are two philosophies and two ideas. Some people say it's one soul that's split in half and then you kind of walk around the earth trying to find the other half to be completed. And then there's the other school of thoughts, which I tend to believe in more, which says, hey, a soul is whole as itself. And you are never like not complete, needing that uh, other half to complete you. So you are sovereign on your own. Your soul is sovereign and you are resonating with somebody at that level where it's like, I see it more as like twin, as a kind of a copycat of you, of like that that level rather than like it's, it's the ones that sliced in half. But that's a personal opinion. Okay, so there's this idea that at the time of your soul's creation, it was split into two, right? Mm -hmm. And so what they say when that happens is that it creates this yearning to be complete. That's, That's how people always say, well, you know, how do you know if it's your twin flame? It's because you feel complete finally when they're there. Okay, but here's the other thing they say about twin flames that, it's probably going to disappoint a lot of you who think you're in twin flame relationships. <laughs> it's that they say that both halves rarely ever incarnate at the same time. So according to these same mystics and sages who, who came up with the idea of there being twin flame souls, they also say that most of the time one incarnates and the other one stays in whatever other realm they're in and helps from there. So given how rare it is for a soul to split into two and the fact that they almost never incarnate uh, at the same time, what do you think the chances are that we would know, say, a half a dozen couples who think they're twin flames (laughs) in our own little circle? (laughs) 
<laughs> so one thing that I find interesting is that concept of the divine masculine and divine feminine. What if it wasn't split in half, but what if as a soul, you came in with that energy, that yin energy, if you are the feminine, that yang energy, if you're the masculine, and this is this yearning of coming back together. And we are talking here about polarity. Again, I know it's a theme that comes back over and over in every episode that we do, but that polarity of the masculine and feminine, rebalancing the energies that are independent, it's not linked to your gender, it's linked to the energy. What if Twin Flames was more about really embodying that and if you are that yin soul looking for that yang soul and then you really have that perfect uh, yin and yang polarity that happens in connection. Well, I would say that's just as possible as the other idea. (laughs) (laughs) But so, you know, when we were talking about soulmate relationships, we were saying, or at least I was saying that that it's supposed to feel easy mm-hmm. and it just flows and you're like, you resonate mm-hmm. and it's like, it just works. Mm-hmm. Well, think about a twin flame relationship. Think about if your soul truly was split into two mm-hmm. and now you are being reunited and being whole again. Okay. Well, I imagine that that would feel really good. <laughs> like that would feel like, ah, oh, I'm finally me again. Mm. Like, oh, yeah. Like, this should be amazing. Mm -hmm. I can tell you from, you know, knowing people that say they are twin flames, and this is more than one couple, Mm -hmm. what I experience is that they have a lot of struggles. Mm -hmm. And the way they sort of explain away the struggles they go, wow, well, we're, we're, twin fr- we're twin flames. And so, you know, that's just the way it is. And it's like, logically, in my mind, if I'm being reunited with the other half of my soul and I can't get along with that other <laughs> half, then either this really isn't the other half or I really just don't like myself that much. <laughs> so could it be that it's being mistaken for something else, a third a third relationship, uh-huh. which I believe it is. I think most of the time it is, given how rare twin mm-hmm. flame incarnations supposedly are, mm-hmm. I would say that it is something else. And and this third one that we kind of left for last here, you could be in a soulmate relationship and be, or you, you could be in this third one and mistake it for either a soul uh, soulmate or soulmate twin flame. Or twin flame. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's what I'm trying to say. And this is the karmic relationship. Yeah, so what's interesting in a karmic relationship, it's usually some agreements that you've made um, with people before you came here. If you believe in all of that, again, you know, and take all of this with a grain of salt, but hey... It seems like it would make sense that we do come back and learn a few things over and over because we're pretty slow in our development oftentimes. So oftentimes that's the lessons that you weren't able to learn over a lifetime, you know, then you make an agreement to come back and hey, let's let's do this all over again. And those relationships tend to uh, be painful when you go through them. They have a lot of challenges. And to me, these are karmic relationships. These are not soulmate relationships. These are not twin flames relationships. Because 
like it cannot be that painful like Kevin said if you are in this really ideal relationship now does it mean again that you don't have any times where you get you're human right so you might get triggered yeah you might have listened to our date night gone wrong episode like you know <laughs> that hey we still have every now and then things where we don't handle our emotions very well and it happens to everyone but the core of the relationship the foundation of the relationship is easy is it flows it's natural it's not forced yeah and so you know maybe an example of that is something like you know in a soulmate relationship the person is here to help you develop in the best way possible, right? So mm -hmm. they, they might say, hey, uh, I'm going to teach you this thing and let's, let's do this in a, in a positive way that uplifts each other, mm -hmm. right? Learning so, through pleasure learning rather through than pleasure. pain. Whereas your karmic relationship is like, ooh, ooh, you know that, that sore spot that you have because you haven't done the work? I'm going to irritate the fuck out of that sore spot <laughs> until you finally get off your ass and do something about it. That's your karmic relationship, right? And so when you see people in these relationships that are constantly struggling and having these ups and downs and triggering each other left and right. And, 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 yet, yeah, and yet they say, but we can't separate because we're twin flames. No, you're not. <laughs> you're codependent yeah. in a dysfunctional relationship. Yeah. And, and, and you're possibly in a karmic relationship where you're just there to, to, to push each other's buttons until you finally get off your ass. Mm -hmm. So these labels may feel good. Um, and I think there's a trap here. Number one is that oftentimes these concepts are superficial and romanticized ideals. And they're just not really real or based on unreal thing. You got to remember, love is a choice. It's the actions that you take every single day. The idea of expecting that your partner is going to fill in the gap uh, just because you didn't do your own work is a recipe for disaster. And that idea that you are like a half a soul that needs to be completed is just wrong. All right. I would love to add something in right there. Sure. <laughs> I'm not getting all I know. <laughs> fired. <laughs> but here's the thing. Here's, here's, so speaking of the trap, where I think a lot of people end up, when you look at a lot of people in this world, they often, in today's modern society, they feel kind of empty. Mm. And, you know, they feel empty for a lot of different reasons because our, the way our society is structured and the way we live our lives is so disconnected and so unfulfilling in so many ways that people feel this sort of emptiness. Mm -hmm. And they try to fill it in lots of different ways. They'll fill it with food. They'll fill it with work. They'll fill it with dysfunctional relationships. They'll fill it by over-exercising. With addictions. With addictions, mm -hmm. you know, drugs, alcohol. They try to fill that hole in a lot of different ways. Mm -hmm. But one of those ways that they try to fill that hole is with another person. Mm. And when somebody comes in and they don't, you know, now you have a partner and you don't feel alone anymore. You don't maybe feel as sad anymore because you're not sitting at home by yourself on a Friday night going, mm -hmm. oh, woe is me. I'm all by myself, you know. All of a sudden, people go, oh, I'm feeling more complete. This must be my twin flame. <laughs> Despite all the other signs that are present that show, no, it's really not a twin flame. <laughs> so I think that's part of the trap is mm -hmm. this whole idea that if you start to feel more complete 
by being with somebody, that therefore they must be this twin flame other half of your soul. Mm -hmm. And most likely, no. Most likely, you've just got some holes in yourself that you need to patch up. Mm -hmm. And... And this is really this is a really good conversation, Kevin. I think that you need to do the work to be able to really love yourself and be okay with who you are and patch those holes. Because anytime you are going to patch the holes from something from the outside, whether it's another person or it's an addiction or something else that fills in that hole, whenever that thing disappears, you will be right back to where you started. That means you are giving your power away. That means you are not being fully empowered and sovereign into who you are. And that means that it cannot be a balanced relationship. Yes, that's that's the main problem because then you become dependent. Yes. Yeah. And that's not anything. I mean, think about, you know, using too much alcohol or drugs to fill the hole. Mm-hmm. Right? You become dependent on those substances. And when you don't have them, you go right back to feeling terrible again. Well, there's tons of people that fill that hole with a relationship. Mm-hmm. And then they're often not the right relationship. And it's obvious to nearly everyone. Yeah. So... You know, like, I never really cared so much about those labels. Like, I never was, oh, Kevin, you're my twin flame. Why are you are you my soulmate or whatever that is? You know, we have people that are, are you twin flames too? Are you soulmates? And oh, yeah. Somebody actually said that to us. us yeah. When, oh, yeah, I know who you guys are. Oh, yeah, you guys are twin flames too, right? And we're like, sure. You know, whatever uh, makes you happy. Sure. I don't know. It's, it's, a, it's a label, you know. Um, I know some people say, oh, if you really were in it, you, were, you wouldn't question it. But here's what I know. I've had multiple relationships over the years. And the relationship that I am in with Kevin is so easy. It's fun. And it's, I don't feel like you complete me, but I just really enjoy being around you. What I notice is that the best parts of myself got turned on when I'm around you. And I just want to be the best person that I can be. I am inspired. The love that I feel for you and that I feel from you as well inspires me. And I want to share it with people around. I feel like everyone who gets in contact with us is uplifted just because of who we are together. Now, does that fit one of the definition? Does that make us soulmates or twin flames? Maybe, but I don't really care. What I care about is how I feel when I'm in the relationship and how my relationship affects the ones around me. Absolutely. So 100% yes to everything you just said. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, totally true. I feel completely the same way. And, and if I was forced to put it into one of these definitions, I would say it's probably soulmate. Uh-huh. But again, I don't care either. And I never, I never say we're soulmates. I certainly don't <laughs> introduce us to new people going, hi, we're Kevin and Celine. We're soulmates. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with it if that's what you do. But, but yeah, I just, you know, the label doesn't really matter to me at all. And for some people, they use that. Um, I was reading this study that showed that people who post all over Facebook and social media how happy they are and how amazing their relationships are, uh, statistically speaking, they tend to be less happy than those who post less on social media about their relationship. Yeah, because they're, they're busy being happy. Exactly. <laughs> and so sometimes it makes me wonder when you go around calling each other um, a twin flame or a soulmate and constantly focusing on that in the relationship, um, 
it might be to help you to feel the bond because the relationship is not solid enough. So you need to put that label to help you feel that connection. I have personally witnessed multiple twin flame relationships that have disintegrated and not stayed together. And and I'm bringing that up because we have some myths mm-hmm. about twin flame mm-hmm. relationships. And, and so that's relevant to the list of myths. So I thought it could be kind of fun to go through that. Sure. Since we're talking about labels and whether or not people are these things. So number one, um, there is an idea that you can manifest your twin flames through meditation and, and visualization. And ultimately, I believe in the power of visualization in positive thinking. But if that's really a twin flame, it has to be on divine timing. And you can't force it. And so I think that's a myth that you can make this happen really like on your own accord. I think you can prepare yourself for it and you can welcome it, but I don't think you can will it. So that's myth number one. Yeah. So it's going to take a little bit more than just meditation. (laughs) (laughs) And I think some of the steps we're going to give you will help you to call that relationship in. Number two, Kevin, go for it. All right. A twin flame connection is better than a soulmate connection. This is not necessarily true. Mm. Uh, Unless, of course, you think being by yourself is the greatest thing ever. (laughs) (laughs) Right? I mean, mean, so if if you're going with the idea that the twin flame really is the other half of yourself, okay, yeah, I'm sure it feels great to be whole. I mean, that sounds great. Everybody wants to be whole. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But... Think about what somebody else brings into your life. Think about, I mean, this has, to me, been one of the greatest gifts of every relationship I've ever had in this lifetime, is that every single one of them has brought new things to me that I may not have experienced Mm -hmm. without them. Mm -hmm. I mean, literally every one. I can look at every one of them and go, oh, this person brought that into my life, and this person brought that into my life, and this one, you know, exposed me to this. I think the idea, too, that this is better than that is such an old paradigm where we put things on pedestal and I'm better than this or you're better than that. And like this doesn't really work in the new paradigm of the next level relationship. I think like it's just, again, matter about how you feel in the relationship and what the relationship does into the world rather than the labels or saying one is better than the other. Okay, I'm going to take number three because I like that one. (laughs) So twin flames are the most passionate and have the best sex. And I think that, like Kevin mentioned earlier, a lot of twin flames are being mistaken when they just karmic relationship. And people use sex as a way to um, make their relationship work and patch those holes and call this twin flames. And... um, they don't really have a sacred sexuality and connection and and divine union. And just because you can have passionate sex from being at opposite because you disagree doesn't make this for the, the best sex in your life. And that's also something that will tend to disappear over time as you get more used to one another. So that's an idea too. And I think also that you have to realize that not all twin flames are designed to be in romantic relationship. Mm-hmm. I wanted to just for a second go back to the point you made about uh, the sex mm-hmm. and, and twin flames. Um, just because... 
um, yeah, this idea that it's a trap for all relationships is really what I want to say. Right? <laughs> I'm trying to think of the best way to form it. But this, this idea that just because you have a passionate spark, that somehow that means that this is the relationship. That's the big trap. And whether we're talking about soulmates and twin flames or whatever, it's the same in any relationship. We have seen so many people who stay together far longer than they should have. And the one thing that they say is, but we have such great sex. (laughs) Okay, so you've got chemistry, you've got passion, but you've got nothing else Mm -hmm. other than that. Mm Is that... Is that really the foundation of a strong relationship? No. No. And I don't think that if you were thinking about the concept of the twin flame of like coming to make the world a better place, if 90% of the time you're not being happy in the relationship and you're fighting, but then 10% of the time you're having great sex, I don't think you are using that energy or putting that energy in the world and making a difference in the right direction. That's... I agree. Yeah. Totally. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Myth number four. Twin flames always find each other. Well, you know, we said at the beginning of this that, you know, according to the spiritual teachers that brought up the idea of twin flames, they almost never incarnate in the same lifetime. Mm -hmm. So we know a lot of people who say, I'm searching for my twin flame. I'm searching for my twin flame. Imagine... I'm holding on for the right one. Yeah, that twin flame relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, except your twin, if it exists, is probably up there somewhere going, just go fuck somebody, come on! <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, number five. You can't be complete without your twin flame. And that is such a myth. That is so off because... Ultimately, you have to feel whole and complete with who you are. Back to the same concept, concept that we talked about earlier. You, you can't get into a relationship with so many holes to be patched because you're never going to be able to have the most uplifting relationship. You need to come into a relationship fully whole so that you can then, from that place on, rise higher. Yeah, and like you said at the beginning of this, you're always complete. Mm -hmm. And even if you believe in the idea of twin flames, you know, one of the things they say is that, as I just mentioned, they don't often incarnate in the same uh, lifetime. But what that means is, they say, at least anyway, that one half stays in the spirit realm and is connected to you Mm -hmm. and is actually guiding you and helping you through this lifetime, even though they're not physically present here with you, Mm -hmm. which means that you are actually whole, Mm -hmm. whether they're physically here or not. And the way to connect is by tuning in, not looking out. By starting to listen, listen to you guys, listen guides, listening to that other half, if you want to call it like this, whatever the words you use. Um, But ultimately, it's by tuning in that you reach those places. So again, it's about really connecting with yourself. So I think one of the takeaways from everything that we've been talking so far is that, yes, everybody wants to be in the twin flame, but regardless of the type that you're in... All relationships have a potential to help you learn, grow, and evolve. 
Like I said earlier, love is a choice and it doesn't have to be complicated or difficult. And that's the biggest thing that I want people to remember because there is this misconception that those relationships are painful, they're going to make you grow and it's going to be through pain, but this is because we are twin flames and that's how we're going to go through the world. And I think that this is such an old concept that we need to absolutely ditch and not bring into this new year as we are getting ready to embark on 2020 if you are listening to this episode as it's being released let's set up a new intention a new intention for this year to bring balance to the feminine and masculine within to bring balance in the relationship and within yourself because that is what is going to change the world if you are fully um in harmony within yourself, you will radiate that and that will be seen into the world. Yeah. And so when it comes to bringing your relationships with other people, not just yourself into balance, we have some tips Mm -hmm. to help you do that. Mm -hmm. So the first one is let go of expectations and fantasies, (laughs) right? And so the I'm so glad this is first on the list, right? Mm -hmm. Because this whole concept of soulmates and twin flames and, and, you know, all of this stuff is in a way an expectation Mm -hmm. or a fantasy. And like you said, you don't really like to use the labels. Yeah, we don't really need the labels. We don't need to define this relationship as this one or this one or this one and just try to have good relationships. Mm Mm-hmm. And if you let go of those expectations and fantasies, then you can be more in the present. Mm-hmm. And this is really where stuff happens. It's in the now. It's where everything happens. Because <laughs> the past is gone and the future hasn't happened yet. All you got is right now. Number two, you want to embrace the relationship fully. And what that means is to be fully in. A lot of people are thinking there might be something else somewhere else. The grass is probably greener. So I'm going to have just one foot here, maybe one finger in this relationship. Um, But this is not going to work. If you can't commit fully to the relationship, no matter how long the relationship is going to last, but if you can't be 100% in, don't bother being in the relationship. And this is one of the traps of searching for the soulmate or the twin flame mm-hmm. is that you're in a relationship, you either think they're not or you're not sure, mm-hmm. and you're never 100% in because you're always like, well, what if, what if the twin flame shows up, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. It's you a trap. Exactly. You can't live in that. Oh, I love this one. Now remember, don't date someone for their potential. Oh, yes. We could do a whole episode on that. We really, maybe we should do a whole episode <laughs> on this. So what do we mean by that? So that's when you get into a relationship and you say, oh my God, he or she is so perfect if they would just change this thing. Mm-hmm. Or if they could just do this, it would be amazing, right? It's looking at a relationship and thinking that it's the right one to be in because somebody has the potential to be a certain kind of lover or the potential to have a certain job or the potential to make a certain amount of money or the potential for whatever. Mm -hmm. You have to be with somebody for who they are right now because change sometimes happens and sometimes it doesn't. Or, you know, as Tony Robbins is famous for saying, change happens in an instant. Mm -hmm. The problem with that is it might take you 30 years to make it to that instant. (laughs) Right? (laughs) 
And I always tell people, if you look at your relationship and fast forward four years down the line, if nothing changed, could you still be 100% happy and be satisfied with your relationship? And if you are answering no, then you need to make some changes, either change the relationship or change things in the relationship, change yourself, (laughs) obviously, Um, show up differently, because um, it's not going to be a successful relationship if you cannot be happy where you are now. And I think that leads to that last step where, like, when it comes to changes, Most importantly, you need to be the kind of person you would want to be in a relationship with. And you need to take a close look at how you are interacting in the relationship, how you are showing up. Are you always prioritizing other people? Are you prioritizing your partner? Are you giving them attention, affection daily, like any of these things? Or are you bitching, moaning, complaining? Are you distant? Are you just not there. Like what is happening? And take a good look and then really like be honest with yourself. (laughs) Like if you look at who you are and you're like, wow, I wouldn't even want to be in that relationship with myself. You know, then, then make the changes. Yeah, if you want to be in a relationship with yourself, then nobody else is going to want to be in a relationship with you either. So (laughs) if you see that looking back at you in the mirror, you got to make some changes. (laughs) So I hope this was helpful in bringing some awareness that relationships don't have to just be defined by the labels. There's not one that's better than the other. It has a lot to do with how you feel and how you impact the world. And those labels oftentimes are used as a way to justify a very dysfunctional relationship. And don't be that person anymore. Stand up for love. Stand up for a higher relating. Because that's what the world needs right now. Mm-hmm. It sure does. All right, everybody. Believe it or not, that is it. Not just for this episode, but for 2019. This is our last episode of 2019. Worry not, we will be back. Oh, we will be back. <laughs> and even bigger and better. <laughs> all right, everybody, that's all the time we have for this episode, and we will see you next year. <laughs> we hope you like this episode of the Love Lab podcast. If you enjoyed this show, leave a comment and share it with your friends. And if you want more, we have an entire digital library with the best sex tips and relationship advice at CelineRemy.com. That's C-E-L-I-N-E-R-E-M-Y.com. So join us in the sex vault to continue this adventure. Thanks for listening. And remember, you're amazing. <laughs> <laughs>